0: Fantastic folk and wonderful listeners, learners, dreamers, and readers. Welcome to Charlotte Dunes Lagoon. Misdiagnosis, a nocebo, and two poems. My recent experience of being misdiagnosed with an incurable condition and the lessons I learned from it. Have you ever experienced the repercussions of a lie that amplified in your own mind? We can call this lie a nocebo. A nocebo has a negative psychogenic mind to body impact. With the nocebo effect, your negative beliefs and thoughts cause physical harm to your body. The nocebo could be a lie someone else told you, or maybe it was a story you told yourself, which later proved false, like a limiting belief. I was recently misdiagnosed with an incurable and life threatening condition by a doctor. The experience from start to finish caused me to reflect deeply on the power of my own mind, especially when bolstered by an authority from the outside. I'm sharing these details to encourage everyone to seek second opinions in any medical matter, even if the first opinion seems highly likely. I'll also share two poems I wrote during the time period to cope with the diagnosis. If you want to skip to the reflection in the poems, just go to the end. The Problem At age 37, I started to experience unusual fatigue. At first, I chalked this up to aging and having to get up early to take my daughter to school. But after talking to other women my age, I started to think something was actually wrong with me. The fatigue would hit around 3 to 6 p.m., no matter how much I slept the night before. Off and on by late afternoon, I'd feel like I didn't have enough energy to even change my clothes or fix dinner. I also experienced rosacea, a reddening of my face, and decided to go to the doctor to check my blood, hormones, and vitamin levels. The first doctor I went to was my general physician, who found that my blood was normal. He subsequently referred me to various experts, including an allergist, a hormone and weight loss doctor, a psychiatrist, and a dermatologist. As you can imagine, I really wanted to solve the unexplainable and debilitating fatigue, as well as my skin issues, so I followed all the doctors' recommendations. However, each specialist I saw had a different diagnosis and a different solution. Several recommended that I reduce my weight, which is easier said than done, or offered me prescription amphetamines for the fatigue. Others suggested different additional specialists, including a health coach, a personal trainer, a nutritionist, a cognitive behavioral therapist, and a sleep expert. My issues started to feel like a bottomless money pit, and I sort of gave up on fixing the problem and took the prescription uppers to manage the fatigue. The Problems, Round 2 This situation went on for two years, until a series of different skin rashes and eye inflammation sent me back to the doctor. This time I used a new family doctor and an eye doctor. They both thought I might be suffering from lupus and ordered me to get lupus lab tests done as a precaution just in case. I'd never heard of lupus before. When I read briefly about the condition, some symptoms matched me, but others didn't, and it was a very rare diagnosis that usually affected women of color. I did the lupus test two weeks later, not in a rush, because I didn't think they'd amount to anything but a waste of time and money. The doctor explained that if one was positive, they'd do a bunch more things. While the first was positive for lupus, so they did more tests, the doctor called me after hours to say I had lupus. Don't be alarmed, but you're positive for lupus. What does this mean, I asked. She explained that lupus is an autoimmune disease that was not curable. There are two main, full-safe lab tests for lupus, and both of mine came back positive. Lupus caused fatigue and eye and skin problems, amongst other things, some of which were very serious, like kidney failure. I would need to take certain precautions to make sure things didn't get worse because lupus could be life-threatening if ignored. No sun ever. No smoke, no cigarettes, no weed, no campfires, no open barbecues. Avoid stress. Plenty of sleep. Anti-inflammation diet. Vitamin D daily. Avoid fluorescent lights. If things got worse, I would need to go on steroids, or even chemotherapy drugs. She also suggested I see a nutritionist to put me on an anti-inflammation diet and a rheumatologist to get more details. I asked, are you 100% sure? Like, are these tests definitive? She said, I'm afraid so. It's definitive. You have lupus. I hung up the phone feeling so confused. I tried not to freak out as I Googled lupus. Then I stopped Googling lupus because I was freaking out. For the next 4 weeks, I waited to see the rheumatologist for more tests and details on the full extent of my lupus. I walked around in a haze of anxiety, which fluctuated between low-level distracting to the occasional full-blown panic attack. I had an autoimmune disorder, or so I believed, that was quietly eating me up inside. How much damage had it already done? The thought was very disturbing. It felt like I was a computer with unremovable malware installed. I stopped going to the beach, which I live in South Florida, so it's very common to go to the beach. I even stopped going outside during the day. I changed the fluorescent lights in my kitchen, avoided smoke and gluten, and read and watched disturbing personal accounts of lupus online. It was a terrible month, and I didn't get much else done. People around me, including a doctor speculated unhelpfully that I'd triggered the latent lupus with COVID or the COVID vaccine. These suggestions really pissed me off and made me feel like the lupus was my fault. The no sun part and the idea of unending fatigue, not being able to travel or be productive with lupus depressed me. 80% of people with lupus were unable to work. As the days progressed, I experienced even more and new lupus symptoms like numb limbs and cold toes. Every time this happened, I freaked out harder. I'd never had such intense anxiety in my life. Finally, a close friend introduced me to another woman with lupus. Talking to her calmed me down a bit and gave me hope. I tried not to think about the lupus and began to accept the situation, yet I could not accept it. While my symptoms matched lupus, there was a three to 5% chance that the two main lab tests were false positives and I just did not want to believe that I needed to avoid the sunshine for the rest of my life. I also noticed that everyone I encountered with lupus seemed to be bone thin. I am not at all bone thin. So I paid out of pocket for a second opinion and another round of all the lab tests with a highly recommended rheumatologist. Then I waited an agonizing two weeks where I kept telling myself that I shouldn't count on false hopes, that I probably had lupus, that my doctor had said I 100% had lupus. First, the lab results from my regular panel of blood and urine came back totally normal. I relaxed a little. Even if I did have lupus, it wasn't doing much damage to my insides and I was in a fairly dormant state. Next, I went to the specialist to receive the final verdict and the second round of all the tests. When I first arrived, she said none of my labs were back. Though it had been two weeks since I tested, I was devastated. I needed answers. Sensing my despair, she offered to let me wait in the exam room while she tried to call the lab and track down my results. An hour later, she returned and told me that I was 100% negative for everything. They had done $1,500 worth of tests and four pages of detailed labs at America's number one lab for lupus in California with a special panel called Avise. Literally, the world's best lupus test, and I was negative. I did not have lupus. Go back to your normal life, the doctor said. What about the symptoms, I asked, like the rash? She shrugged. See a dermatologist? I left the office in a tornado of emotions, as equally intense as the first time the doctor told me I had lupus, except now I was extremely relieved and happy. What a mindfuck the whole thing had been. I also felt like a fool and systematically updated everyone I'd told about the lupus. One friend asked, are you going to do a third test to confirm the second one? The answer is nope. I can't bring myself to go through this again, and the second test seemed more reputable than the first. The mind is a powerful thing, and so are medical experts. I was told by an authority figure that I was at risk of experiencing serious damage from a life-threatening disease and my entire body, outlook, and habits suddenly drastically changed. All it took was a fictionalized threat to spiral me into nonstop fear. Sound familiar? With the nocebo effect of the misdiagnosis, my body even generated extra lupus symptoms, and my health anxiety kicked up, and all for nothing. My own stress and worry probably caused more harm than lupus would have in the same time span. Every single doctor I saw gave me a different diagnosis and a different treatment for my fatigue. My trust in doctors and even lab tests reached an all-time low. During the experience, I also learned about the power of placebos, which is a positive thinking-based treatment, the opposite of the harmful nocebo effect, which I did to myself via negative thinking. I could have easily done the positive thinking, which is what I'll be doing from this time forth. And I learned the value of second opinions. You see, two doctors statistically only give the same diagnosis to the exact same patient 12% of the time. 88% of patients get a totally different diagnosis when they go to a second doctor. This is something I would have never guessed having not experienced it myself. Having lupus wouldn't have been the end of the world, but I'm certainly glad I don't have it, and I feel deep empathy for anyone who does, as it's very life-disrupting, and there's not much research being done on it compared to other conditions, and it's there's no cure. And while I'm back at square one wondering what is causing my fatigue and skin rashes, I've been tested for everything, so the answer is no one really knows. I can tell myself that sit-ups or liver or whatever I want cures fatigue. And my situation might improve. The placebo is as effective as the nocebo. So stay positive, folks. And I'll just keep writing poetry when I need to cope with negativity and sharing these thoughts. Have you had a nocebo or placebo experience or a misdiagnosis? Let me know in the comments. And for those of you listening, you can go to the written version to see the links to certain statistics that I reference. Now please enjoy these two poems I wrote while I was convinced by a doctor that I had lupus. Lupus One. Lupus, a wolf, but I feel more like prey. Always pray I'm not eaten today. Please don't bite. There are two of me inside me now, but not two wolves like the meme, life is a parody, but a predator and a prey, a broken machine the kind another robot would repair in the movies. A metal rabbit on an operating table with steam and smoke and bolts drills. But who will mend this internal contraption, the veins and wires like weeds, the stray pollen and dying seeds of the creature who hops in the grass, aware of being eaten by that which is meant to tend along its path? Pray, always pray, not to be eaten today. Lupus 2. Lupus. Many beetles. Japanese beetles. Shields like Roboto skin. Roboto. Berserk. Naruto. My daughter talks nothing but manga. An invasion unlike the trees and leaves dotted by the green shelled beetles. Insects. It's a pleasant submersion. As I dip my head in the heated water The bugs float in the hot tub with me. In the night film of stars like my own immune cells, they've been left to drown in the liquid, confused, unstable carbon. Shinigami, death god, looking for unlikely food, a colony, a swarm, a troop, not an invasion, but a coup. Thanks for listening, and if you liked this installment of Charlotte Dunes Lagoon, where I just write and talk freely about new words, concepts, and ideas, please share this with a friend. And you can find out more about me on my website at charlottedune.com or follow me on Instagram or Twitter. Thank you so much. Bye.